Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Santa Cruz, California with my new friend Jenny Navin. Jenny and her mom moved to Santa Cruz when she was in high school, and she loves the incredible feeling of living near the ocean. In this episode, Jenny and I talk about the Boardwalk Amusement Park, concerts on the beach, and movies filmed in the city. You'll hear these three fun stories and so much more in this interview. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Santa Cruz. If you're planning to visit Santa Cruz in the near future, please be aware that there are coronavirus travel restrictions in place and the city is not accepting visitors at this time. We want everyone to be safe and to enjoy all that the city has to offer when it is open and ready for visitors. Please visit santacruz.org for the latest information when planning your getaway. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Jenny, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, it's getting ready to be summertime here, and I'm in Nashville, and I'm totally missing the California summers. When I heard about being able to interview about Santa Cruz, I knew I had to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much. Definitely, Santa Cruz is definitely a place to be at during the summertime, especially with all the being near the ocean and all the attractions we have here to offer. I'm happy to talk to you about them. Absolutely. So, so what brought you to uh, Santa Cruz? Originally, uh, what brought me to Santa Cruz, I mean, living in the Bay Area, you've always heard about Santa Cruz, about this stereotypical beach town, go to the wharf, go to the boardwalk, go surfing, just get the sunshine and fresh air, get the beach kind of aesthetic and whatnot. And originally, my my mother moved here because she loved the ocean so much. And uh, eventually, my freshman year in high school, I got the opportunity to make a decision for myself to move in with her and have lived here ever since. So what's the main thing that really kind of keeps you there? Definitely like all my friends that I've made in the past over decade I've lived here. Um, definitely just having the aesthetic of being in a, like a whole kind of open atmosphere, kind of being in the fresh ocean air aesthetic has been really nice. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to describe the the people or the town in just a, a word or two, how would you do that? Definitely have to say unique. There are plethora of characters of that hustle and bustle <laughs> around downtown Santa Cruz and whatnot. So I'd also just say it's very like kind of stereotypical surfer kind of vibe sometimes, depending what time what part of town you go into. But once you get close to the ocean, you definitely see on especially on a beautiful day and the waves are just perfect, you'll see a lot of surfers kind of walk up West Cliff Drive and get in the catch some waves and whatnot. And then versus going downtown and seeing people doing different performances, whether it be playing an accordion or a guy just walking down wearing all pink with a pink umbrella, just walking slowly up and down Pacific Avenue. And (laughs) (laughs) you never know what you can get, what you're going to get there. (laughs) Right on. So if people are planning to come to visit Santa Cruz, uh, what's the weather like throughout the year? Are there certain times of the year that they should plan to visit? 
Santa Cruz's weather is you expect the unexpected. The weather usually sometimes could be like, it's supposed to be sunny today, but then it's raining all day. But then some days it could be like, oh, it's supposed to be rainy today, but then it's all sunny. It could be like, it's overcast and foggy, but then by like the afternoon, the fog just kind of goes back and then it's just a gorgeous, beautiful day. But what I like to say is, is just kind of expect the unexpected with our weather, but it kind of depends on what, what your what your aesthetic is. If you want the stereotypical sunny, beautiful days, he, I mean, definitely the summer, spring, summertime is definitely the peak time to come to Santa Cruz. But then the winter times, you definitely get the rains, the downpours. It's never snowed here. It's maybe sleep maybe once in the in the over decade I've lived here. But again, it just depends. Like a lot of tourists come during the summertime, but. I find it that a lot of people when they come into Santa Cruz, especially if they're wanting to come in on a weekend and it's supposed to be sunny, but then it rains. I normally tell people that, oh, just go to the ocean while it rains. There's just something kind of very aesthetic about just being in this town and having like seeing rainfall on ocean. It's just it's kind of something a, a lot of tourists don't get to see. For sure. And I think Santa Cruz has just such a like a perfect setting that, I mean, a lot of movies have actually been filmed there, right? I mean, I grew up watching The Lost Boys. Yeah, that was such a great movie. And then I recently saw Us. And so two very different takes on on the town. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we've definitely, Santa Cruz has been very unique when it comes to people filming. It's funny how a lot of people don't know. I mean, yes, we got the Lost Boys. Yes, we've had Us. and But a lot of people don't know. Like, I don't, There's a lot of BD movies that were filmed here. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space was filmed here. And in the last decade or so, there was a movie called Mavericks that was starring Gerard Butler. He actually came, they filmed here in Santa Cruz as well too. And a lot of scenes are like, I watched the movie and I'm just like, the setting's supposed to be in the past, but there's like a shot of like the boardwalk. And <laughs> and that's like, that wasn't there at that time. That wasn't there at that time, but <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. It's really interesting. A lot of people don't know. I mean, I think there is also a scene that a movie called LA Confidential that was filmed here in Santa Cruz as well too. It's It's kind of amazing how old, a lot of people don't know that, and I love telling that to people. Or one of my favorite things I love to tell guests that in Pulp Fiction, the scene where John Travolta and Samuel Jackson are, are changing out of their suits into normal into the other clothes, John Travolta is wearing a, C- a UC Santa Cruz slug shirt. So <laughs> kind of like a little tip of the hat to the college here in, in Santa Cruz. Oh, nice. So that's really cool. So if people are planning to come to visit, I know Santa Cruz doesn't have a local airport. So where would people fly in if they want to come visit Santa Cruz? Most commonly, there is the San Jose Airport, the San Jose Mineta Airport. Okay. It's just a, it's located about a 45 minutes to an hour drive, pending on traffic, to get there. It's a very easy navigating navigating from the airport to Santa Cruz itself. All right. So San Jose, is that north? Uh, is that east? Where is that in relation to Santa Cruz? Uh, Santa, from Santa Cruz, it is east. It's just over the over the hill, or is it, well, I like to say it's just over the hill east. So okay. <laughs> nice. All right. So if people are planning to visit, getting a car is probably the best way to get around. Is that what we say? Yes, renting a car is definitely something that's going to get more bang for your buck, especially because when it comes to ride shares, it can be a little difficult. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is is with ride shares. A lot of the drivers won't go over that go that far from San Jose Airport to Santa Cruz because what a lot of people don't know is is that yes they're the 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 price of it's going to be really high for the driver but they're going to have to get back to their original destination which they're just basically breaking even and they're not making any money so which basically means yes they can give you a ride give you a ride it costs you maybe fifty sixty 
$60, but they still have to go back over the hill. So what usually ride shares do is they stay in town. They try to make it worth their while. And sometimes it's just not. And a lot of ride shares, once they pick you up, pick up the passenger, they can easily say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going that way. And they can refuse the ride. And a lot of people don't know that. I normally like to tell guests that like, if you have the finances to just rent a car, you'll save yourself the headache. And you can guarantee to get to point A to point B, C, D, wherever you want to go. And then you have more freedom too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like having your own car to be able to get wherever you want on the schedule you want to be able to go. But some guests uh, may not actually feel like wanting to drive or they know that they're just going to stay in the whole Santa Cruz area right near the boardwalk and everything. For those people that don't want to rent a car, there's another option, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm definitely one that I actually don't have a vehicle myself. I've found ways of getting to, like, if I needed to go go somewhere, I there is actually a bus that is provided for through our Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz that goes to San Jose. It stops at the San Jose Deerdun station, which is the Caltrain Amtrak station. And to get there, it's a very, you can take a ride share from the airport to the Deerdun station it will cost you like, Maybe five dollars, maybe less, if you do a ride the ride share, and then the bus itself from the Deerden Station to Santa Cruz only costs like seven dollars. And with that, with that bus ride, there is not a lot of stops, and pretty much the end of the line it drops you off right into downtown Santa Cruz, and you get complimentary wife on the bus. So keep you can keep yourself busy, or if you need to get work done, you got that going for you too. Oh, that's a good option for sure, uh, and economical, which is great. So. Uh, when people are coming to Santa Cruz, like, like you said, obviously there's the beach, there's the boardwalk. Is there anything special about the boardwalk that we should like try to do while we're there? The boardwalk is an amusement park here in Santa Cruz. It's very well known with, especially in the, in the Bay Area, and I, I would argue to say probably in like a lot of the United States is one of the most popular boardwalks here in Northern California. Basically, it's if listeners who do not know, it's an amusement park. There's rides for pretty much every kid at heart to kid to child, and that anyone can go on. There's something for the the little ones. There's something for the big bigger kids. There's something even for the adults with the heart of a child. So, <laughs> I mean, just a couple of years ago, the carousel that they have there turned a hundred years old, and it's wow. kind of it's very much an antique. And there's also the Giant Dipper has been there since it first opened, and it's definitely grown a lot, a lot more and kind of added in its own kind of flair and kind of keep it, keep it up to date and kind of keep it to like, not see, making it look like very rundown. It's more, it's definitely kept up with the times. Oh, that's super cool. If people want to be able to maybe save a little bit of money when they go visit, things like that, are there some different promotional nights that they have at the boardwalk there? They do. Um, they usually have a, uh, what they call, I believe it is called a throwback night in which basically they offers, uh, hot dogs, cotton candy, sodas for, I believe it's a dollar. Prices have varied in the last couple of years till with times of cha- changing. And then there is also a promotional night with Coke cans. And you bring in a Coke can and you get an unlimited ride wristbands. And the admission to the boardwalk is, is free. Basically you just pay for, what rides you want to go on or if a wristband if you want to go on all the rides as long as, long as you want. Oh, nice. So it's kind of like a, like a state fair or, or county fair. It's basically like a, like a permanent fair that you can walk on to, walk up and down. They're pretty much the only thing you need to pay is to get on the rides and food. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so what are some of the other things we should plan on to do? Because I think there's like concerts that happen throughout the summer. And what else is there to do besides that? Yeah, so I mean, in the summertime, they have a Friday night concert night. Basically, they have uh, two shows, and the, these shows are 
completely free. It's right on the beach. It kind of has a really cool aesthetic because you got the sand, you got the the large stage, and then you got the ocean in the background with the wharf in the background. And then they have two shows that happen during those times. And these are only on Friday nights during the summertime. And the bands can vary. I mean, one of the most popular person that we've had in the last over decade since since being here was Eddie Money, who unfortunately had passed, who has passed away, but he definitely was a big 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 turnout for all of of the guests who come out and that definitely was one of the most popular ones but now now in these times the boardwalk has definitely gotten more more hip i don't want to say hip because i feel like a loser saying hip <laughs> <laughs> but they've gotten a lot more nostalgic people uh, i think they had macy gray one one year play the one that's kind of the most popular now is definitely has been smash mouth <laughs> cool cool definitely that's become the new eddie money as i like to say but they've had blue oyster cult they've had at Santana, they've had Papa Do Run Run, like they have. Oh, I'm blanking on the other ones, but like they've most of the artists have been played have been the same ones, but then they've had in a little couple of like nostalgic ones. But yeah, but definitely like Macy Gray, Smash Mouth has been the one that's and and Blue Oyster Cult has definitely been the ones that are popular. But teach everyone their own. They could everyone could have their own. Like I go to this because of this per, of this person or this person, and then like hey, awesome! It definitely is a very popular night, especially on Friday nights. <laughs> right on. Sounds like a great place. Like if if, if you're going out on a date or bringing your family. Great way to be able to have a, a fun Friday night. Absolutely. The Boardwalk also has been hosting movie beach nights. Basically, they play like a movie on like a big inflatable screen and you can watch a movie right on the beach. Again, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just get your spot and you can s- sit there, watch a movie and have the Boardwalk be right there. They've played different movies. They've played Princess Bride. They've played Lost Boys. They kind of have to play Lost Boys. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's kind of a mandatory thing. <laughs> absolutely. It's just a great movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. They've played Jurassic Park. I mean, it's always a different movie every single week. I think believe they have those on Wednesdays during the summertime. Like me, I, I'm bald. I you know, I don't have hair and everything like that. And I get burnt easy. As much as I love the beach and hanging out on the boardwalk during the day, what are some of the other things to do in, in Santa Cruz? Uh, so there are a couple of in- indoor places to go to. There's definitely a couple of art museums on Pacific Avenue. There are definitely very local artists. There's a surf museum that's here that's kind of sits right near the ocean, which kind of is, kind of had to put it there. There is also like a little mini aquarium that's there for the kids and the kids at heart as well. That's right across the street from the wharf. So it kind of sits with the aesthetic as well, too. But there's also a lot of stores on Pacific Avenue you can walk in and out of. A lot of a lot of mom and pop shops with a little hint of other like bigger brand uh, clothing shops as well, too. That sounds good. So uh, what are some like your favorite restaurants that are there in Santa Cruz that, may, that we shouldn't miss out on? Uh, well, I definitely recommend there's a whole plethora of restaurants on, on Pacific Avenue, in down, which is downtown Santa Cruz. Uh, one of my personal favorites is called Ahula's Hawaiian Grill. They're like a Hawaiian grilled fusion place. They have amazing food, amazing drinks, and like the aesthetic is very kind of being in, being in paradise, as I like to I like to call it. <laughs> right on. Uh, my other favorite place uh, on Pacific Avenue is uh, Nick the Greek. It's of a Greek. It's a Greek place. They have ama- an amazing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mess this up. This was mess this one up. Euro Cairo Mediterranean taco. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they have an amazing. Like they have like a pork belly gyro. And my apologies for butchering. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they also offer like fries, and you can put like this little like Frank sauce on it. It's so. It's so good. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. My mouth is watering. <laughs> I didn't really have lunch. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. 
my other favorite place that's off of downtown centers, you want something kind of more, if you want a more of a date night with some really good food, there's a really good place called Lillian's Italian Kitchen. They have the best Italian dishes. It was and my favorite thing that I like to say to my, to people who, who haven't come here is that this place is, well, and it's near and dear to my heart because when they first opened, they were in a very small building and people would be waiting out the door just to get into this place. Wow. And then about maybe a couple of years later, a building opened up and then they decided to move into this bigger building, which is now one of the best things they probably could have done. And now they have a more they have more staffing and they have more tables and they have a whole bar there and they just have oh, and one of my favorite things one of my boyfriend and I when he came he came to Santa Cruz and I was like oh let's go to Lillian's Kitchen and I didn't make a reservation which that was bad on my part <laughs> <laughs> so we walked in and they were like oh it's gonna be about an hour and a half for a wait and I'm just like okay like I really want to come back here because it's been a while and so me and him waited we waited an hour and a half and then they sat they sat us and it was like we blinked and it was done. We had ate everything. We had our we ordered our appetizers, finished the appetizer, then we got the food, then our entree, and then it was like, oh, ready for dessert? It was like, whoa. Like it literally <laughs> felt like it felt like five minutes. It would have only been like maybe 20, 30 minutes since we'd actually we were sat and given everything and we were pretty much almost done. Wow. And but everything tasted amazing still. And it was one of those times I feel like we were rushed, but like everything still tasted amazing. <laughs> So with now they moved into their bigger location, do you still need to make reservations ahead of time? Oh, absolutely. When they were in this older building, you couldn't make a reservation. Now with this bigger the bigger building they moved, they went into, you can make reservations online or call in. It's definitely especially on a Friday Saturday night, definitely make reservations is always the best option. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like if I if I just showed up with my wife and we didn't have a reservation and we were told an hour and a half I would definitely be getting one of those looks, you know, and if you've been married long enough, like I've been married uh, 10 years now, you know what that look is. I mean, for me, I'm like, <laughs> I tell all the people I, I, whenever I give recommendations on restaurants, I'm always like, trust me, it's worth the wait. Even having to wait, it's worth the wait. <laughs> right on. So, okay. So after dinner, I'm sure they have delicious desserts there and everything, but after dinner, if, if we want to satisfy our sweet tooth, where else should we go? There's a really good dessert place called Chocolat. It's on Pacific Avenue. They have a plethora of this whole dessert menu, and it is just, oh, my God, so good. Like, there's just a bunch of chocolate and different types of chocolate and whatnot and ladyfingers and, like, sundaes. And, oh, it's just so much decadence. Like, it's the best I can can describe (laughs) it. Cool. And then uh, last one before uh, we run out of time, you know, say I'm there with my family. It's a Sunday morning, Saturday morning. We're ready for some, for some breakfast. Where should we go? Well, with the, with the family and whatnot, I definitely recommend going to Santa Cruz diner. It's definitely a diner feel, but they have a lot of, a lot of options with their breakfast. You can get like an omelet, you can get a waffle, you can get, oh gosh, it's just, there's so, there's so much more that they offer. Like you can get pancakes and there's something for everyone. There's like, if you want a traditional breakfast, you want biscuits and gravy, they want oatmeal. And then like, there's also an option. I mean, while you're there, you can get lunch if you don't want breakfast and whatnot. And it's definitely one of our classics here in Santa Cruz that a lot of people do. <laughs> and funny enough, Santa Cruz Diner was actually featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, yeah? Oh, nice. Uh-huh. I'll have to look for that episode. So last question. If I had to pick Santa Cruz Diner between the waffles, pancakes, French toast, which one should I get? Ooh, I'd say the waffles. Oh, nice. Well, hey, you know, uh, Jenny, learned so much about Santa Cruz. I had a great time listening about everything. But now it's time for the final countdown. 
So if somebody only had time for one meal in Santa Cruz, where should they go and what should they eat? Uh, definitely Hula's Hawaiian Grill, and they should definitely get the grilled steak sandwich with extra aloli sauce. Nice. Okay. And you said you've lived there about a decade so far. A little over a decade, yeah. What's one of your most memorable stories of living there? I have to say one of my most memorable stories living here would have to be when um, I was working at a restaurant here in Santa Cruz. It was a great restaurant that was sitting right on the beach. And <laughs> it's my favorite, my favorite, my whole time favorite story. <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, the night, well, the night before I'd worked a PM shift and then I was working, I was working a hostess job and I was working a PM shift and then I had to work a morning shift. And the PM shift, one of my one of the front desk people, because this restaurant was connected to a hotel, came down and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like I just checked in Dick Van Dyke, and I was just like, "Oh my god, you're so lucky! I love him. Like he's so adorable. I watched him when I was a kid." And he was, they were like, "Oh, he may come down for breakfast." I was like, "Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah, oh yeah, sure." And sure enough, the next morning, all of a sudden, this there was no one in the restaurant. I'm just standing on my host stand, just kind of minding my business, and all of a sudden, I see some this guy come walking in. And I'm just like, okay, I got a normal walk in. And as he's getting closer, I'm just like, oh my God, that's Dick Van Dyke. Oh my God. Oh my God. And <laughs> I have to keep my composure. And I'm just like, hi there. Are you here for breakfast? He's like, yeah, I'm here for breakfast. I'm like, okay, cool. And I got him, I gave him a window seat and I sat him right there and I sat him and whatnot. And I go into the kitchen. I'm just like, oh my God, I just had to pick Dick Van Dyke. Oh my God. <laughs> And then he came back again a sec the next day and came down, put him in the same seat, same seat. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, I just, I just sat Dick Van Dyke. Oh my God, this is so amazing. And then I'm standing at my host stand. And then all of a sudden I sent someone walking up behind me in my peripheral and I just turn and I turn my head and I see him walking up and he goes, excuse me, miss. And I'm like, I'm like, yes. And he goes, who's singing this song? And there's music playing in our restaurant. And I'm just listening. I'm just like, oh, I no, I actually don't know who's singing this song. And unfortunately, I don't have a way of checking because I don't. <laughs> unfortunately, he goes, yeah, I, I don't know who's singing this song, but that's my song. And the song was put on a happy face. And, <laughs> and he sang that in Bye Bye Birdie. And I'm just like, and I couldn't help it. I was like, I know I'm a really big fan. I used to watch you when I was a kid and you're just so nice and sweet. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so cool. Cause, you know, sometimes, you know, you meet people that you have like such high esteem for and they turn out to be like a total dud. Right. And you have this like almost like depressed feeling. But when they come out, turn out to be such a nice person like that, it just validates like how much like how much you love them. Oh, yeah. No, he was the best way I can describe him is that he was just a big ball of sunshine. He just be si- he'd be sitting eating his cornflakes and he'd just be sitting there and then he would look up and then he would like he would see people. And then he would just start waving. And I'm just like, oh, my God, stop. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> be my grandfather, please. <laughs> that is so cool. That is so cool. Well, speaking of happy moments and happy times, where's the happiest happy hour in Santa Cruz? I have to be biased. I'm going to have to say the Hula's. They have amazing tiki drinks. I mean, they have like this one drink that's like pretty much like a bowl you have to share with you have to share with friends. And in the middle of the bowl, there's like they put little like flammable substance and then they light it on fire. So it kind of gets that a feel. Of, it's a volcano. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, good thing I don't have hair. That way it wouldn't catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very small flame. <laughs> OK, OK, that's good. So one of the things I always do whenever I travel to new places is look for the best pepperoni pizza. Where's the best pepperoni pizza in Santa Cruz? I have to say that we have to be uh, Woodstock's Pizza. 
I like pepperoni. I mean, I'm, my palate has definitely broadened itself. Uh, with Woodstocks, they offer not only just pepperoni, they off also offer different sorts of pizza brands. Like one of my personal favorites there is the Kicking Carnitas Pizza. It has like cilantro, uh, onions, carne asada, and like, oh God, it's so, it's so good. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I, I still eat like a four-year-old sometimes. So uh, I'm all about pepperoni, but my wife, she would absolutely love that Kicking Carnitas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you work in the hospitality industry. I'm sure you have plenty of great tips all about traveling. What's your best travel tip? So I have to, I actually have two things because they're kind of tied with each other. Okay. If you want to be near the ocean, be expected to pay a lot more. What I'm trying to say is, is that don't be too picky if you want to be next to the ocean. If you want to be next to the ocean, by all means, please do be next to the ocean. But be prepared to pay a lot of money for it. But there are a lot of hotels that are in Santa Cruz that can be an easy walking distance to the ocean or can be like um, like a mile away from the boardwalk. But you like from the hotel, you can kind of see the line of the ocean. But you just really can't be picky when you come to Santa Cruz. As long as you have a place to stay, you have a place to lay your head on, be, ha- be happy with that. Or I mean, not, maybe not be like, but like be, <laughs> I'll be happy about that. But <laughs> I mean, if, if you get a place to lay your head on, I mean, just know that like, hey, you're in Santa Cruz, you're in a really beautiful spot. Just know that the beach isn't going to go anywhere. It's not going to pack up his bags and leave and go somewhere else. So oh, for sure. My other tip would be talk with the front desk staff. That's one of like my my favorite things about working in hospitality is I love when guests come up to me and kind of get to, if they want to get to know me, they can get to know me and talk with me. I'm not going to say for every front desk agent, but <laughs> just talk to a front desk agent. Like sometimes they'll give you like a great recommendation on a restaurant in town or like they can tell you store like funny stories or different things. Like one of my favorite things is when I told a guest, so it was, it was like, oh yeah, Netflix actually started in Santa Cruz County, started in, in Scotts Valley and then moved over the hill to San Jose to get a bigger building. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I mean, people didn't know that Lost Boys was filmed in Santa Cruz and people didn't know that Us was filmed in Santa Cruz. A lot of people know that, but a lot of people don't. <laughs> well, Jenny, again, I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing all your tips for Santa Cruz. I can't wait to come out there and visit, get on the boardwalk, and I'll have to watch the Lost Boys and Us ahead of time. That way I can try to find the parts in the movie that I remember. But I really appreciate you coming on the show. If somebody wanted to be able to reach out to you, say they have questions about Santa Cruz, some more recommendations, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Absolutely. And thank you for letting me be a part of this. This is actually my first podcast I've ever been on. So you get that trophy. So <laughs> so the easy ways to create, you can reach me. I am on uh, Instagram and I'm under uh, J as in Jack, E as in Echo, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, Y as in Yellow, underscore N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, N as in Nancy. Another way you can reach me is I, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can find me at, on Jenny Cosplay. That's my like page. I do cosplay when, when, ever I can. I love going to cons and whatnot. So you can also reach me in there if that makes things a little bit easier as well, because I know a lot of people don't have either have one or the other. So <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, right on. Well, again, thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you so much. Look forward to it. Big thanks to Jenny for coming out to the show and sharing your tips for Santa Cruz. Show her some love by following her on Instagram at Jenny underscore NVN. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to show your favorite thing about Santa Cruz, California. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Santa Cruz. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate sponsor of the show. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. 
Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to Syracuse, New York to speak with my good friend, Deb Pollack of travelhackingadventures.com. Deb and I talk about the city's annual bacon and bourbon fest, the New York State Fair, and the smallest ski slope in the United States. You'll be joining us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. We'll be right back.